In today's episode, we're speaking once again to Kat Stancic. Kat is a lead boss, is a founder of Action Incubator, multi-international best-selling author, co-author of Experts Never Chase, and creator of the Lead Boss System. In today's episode, we're speaking to Kat to find out how we can go from overlooked to fully booked. Let's find out how. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And we are here once again with the amazing, the gorgeous, the wonderful Kat Stancic. How are you, Kat? I'm excellent. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for, you know, for coming back as a guest. We had such a wonderful time speaking to you on Friday feature that we had to have you back today on our money talkie segment so we can, you know, pick your brains again. So once again, Kat, everyone's heard how amazing you are, but tell everybody what it is that you do. Um, so basically I helped um my I helped. I still do this. <laughs> I help my clients um, reconnect to the passion in their business by making sure that they're consistently and predictably hitting their revenue targets. Um, and I help them multiply their six figures over and over again past seven. And how I specifically do that is through organic lead generation. Um, I don't do Facebook ads or anything like that. It's all about building and valuing the relationship over the transaction. Awesome. Fantastic. And today, specifically, you're going to talk to us uh, talk to us about how to go from overlooked to fully booked. Now, the, the first question that comes to my mind is, you know, that sounds great. And the fact that you can do this, but you know, let's, let's get this clear, you know, how many people can you possibly be connected with, you know, to be able to do that? Isn't it, um, you know, isn't it, when you end up at, at uh, you know, you know, you, you, you max out the number of people you're connected to, or doesn't it, doesn't it stop you from, you know, um, building the business further or, you know, or, or slow you down because ads supposed to be, the ads are faster, quicker, whereas you know, organic reach is slower. Isn't that the right? Isn't that the case? Isn't that the myth that we have been taught? Is it, is it, is it a myth that we talk? I, I don't heard? know. I mean, whenever I've tried to, you know, so think about it this way. When, you know, if you're at a restaurant and I know this is done in the US, I don't know if yeah. it's done in the UK, but if you're at a restaurant and let's say you're drinking coffee and the waitress comes over and she says, can I warm it up? And she pours hot coffee into your cup. And mm. it's mostly now it's much warmer than it was before. That's quicker to a result than say you're drinking an ice cold glass of water and she comes in and pours hot water in it. Mm. The temperature difference is going to be significantly different and it's going to require much more effort to warm up the cold water than it is to already warm up warm water, right? So the coffee. And that's the same difference between Facebook ads and your organic and current connections. Your current connections have some concept of who you are. Mm. Um, You know, I'm not saying every single person, I'm sure we've all blind, you know, hit that button. You know, I'm still finding people that I'm like, how the hell did we become friends? Mm. (laughs) This was a mistake from like 20 years ago, whatever it is. Um, but looking at how can we warm up those connections into potential buyers 
without making everybody in the process being triggered by the sleazy salesy aspect of things, because we've all met that person on pitch on LinkedIn, right? Pitchy Mm -hmm. Pete slides into your DMs, assumes that you have all the problems and that he has the one solution he or she, right? Mm -hmm. Have all the solutions and they pitch you right away. It gives you PTCD, post-traumatic connection disorder. Mm -hmm. And so people are very hesitant to to even accept connection requests, nonetheless, actually engage in conversation. Mm -hmm. And part of the reason is, is that you know, and since we have a lot of people from the corporate days, we all remember being in our office or being at a desk and someone coming by, I need this fine. Here you go. All of a sudden you get back into your work. And then two seconds later, someone else shows up over and over and over again all day long. And it's enough to make you want to chuck your computer at them. Hmm. However, if one of those people that interrupted you during the day said, Hey, I've got free tickets to the pink concert. Want to come? Hmm. You'd more than welcome that interruption. Yeah. That is the car art of the conversation. What are you putting in front of people that's worth interrupting their day? Because that is what you're doing. You are interrupting their space, their time, and you're coming into their reality. And so many people are always trying to force people and pull them into theirs instead of tuning into their frequency. What are they paying attention to? What are they engaging with? And how are you showing up there? And with something that's worth engaging with in conversation. Okay. So that's, okay. So that answers that question. So let's start, let's start with the process. So how do you do this? What is the strategy to do, you know, to go from overlooked to over in, to fully booked? Well, so I prefer my strategy. <laughs> so it's a three-phased approach, essentially. So it's all okay. about who are you connecting with? Mm -hmm. Right. How are you having the conversation and how are you inviting people to the close? So connect, converse and close Mm -hmm. where most people get stuck is in the middle part, that conversation piece, which is how do we go from talking about the weather to whether we should work together, that Mm -hmm. weather to weather turn of the conversation is where the sleaze, the slime and all that gets triggered. Okay. Right? And obvious, and it gets triggered more so in women, I believe, than it mm-hmm. does in men, just based off of socializations and things like that, in terms of how we're brought up and we're supposed to be a little bit different in terms of our aggression and our, you know, askingness and all that other good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really about moving through that process. And so when I look at the connecting, it's not just connecting for the sake of connecting. So for example, I use LinkedIn a lot because it's one of the more restricted platforms, mm-hmm. but the concepts that I'm teaching and that I you know, help my support my clients with, they work on all the platforms because it's about owning the conversation and getting that started and taking them off the platform as fast as possible and not trying to keep them in a place that's where all the distractions are happening. Mm-hmm. So on LinkedIn right now, as of this timestamp, you can only connect with a maximum of 30 people a day mm-hmm. for a maximum of hundred people a week. Right? right. And so people are going in and they're just sending, sending, sending connection requests. That's hot water into cold water. What you want to do instead is look at how are you positioned? Are you allowing people to see your authority and expertise, or did you just spend two seconds on your profile? So that's the profile funnel. And that's the one thing I want people to make sure they're paying attention to okay. is how are you showing up and, and owning your expertise? right? And declaring to the world, this is what I do. And I am absolutely one of the best people in the world to come to for this okay. and looking and, and being sure that they understand who it is that they're really trying to connect with. Because a lot of people work on the ideal client avatar. And I know audible eye rolls around the world right now, hmm. but everything changed, especially over the last year and a half, people's behavior is a lot different than it was two years ago. They're engaging on different platforms. They're consuming content in a different way and they're showing up and, and reacting to things differently. So we want to make sure we're always keeping that pulse mm-hmm. on who our ideal client is and how they've evolved. Who I'm working with, you know, now is a lot different than who I was working with five years ago. Right. You know, like I'm very grateful for that. 
But if I was still targeting that same person, I would experience a bunch of frustration in my business because I wasn't attracting the right level client. Mm -hmm. So, and that's the like little, little caveat here. If there is a red flag on someone, if they are not meeting a qualification, meaning there are qualifiers out there that everybody should be leveraging as part of their conversation, Mm -hmm. do not proceed and close that person. You will regret it. (laughs) If it is an orange flag, right? Not as aggressive as a red flag. It's just a red flag that's been out in the sun too long. It is still a red flag. Do not proceed. Do not pass go and collect the $200 that will cost you 2000. So that's with the connection. So in the conversation, this is that weather to weather piece of it. It's not necessarily about convincing people to buy from you, but it's Mm. about extending an invitation, right? And so what is it that you're putting in front of them? So it's a little bit about that interruption in terms of the conversations you're having one-on-one, either through your content Mm -hmm. or through things like this, podcasting, right? right? So what is it that you're putting out there that's worth interrupting them for? If Mm. you put another post out there about be the change you want to see in the world. Yes. Fantastic quote, fantastic concept, but I've seen it a million times and it's not worth my time. Right. Quantity is not the thing we're focused on. It's the quality. Yeah. Quantity comes after the quality and the quality comes after the conversations. It's the QQC. Most people focus it on the quantity, quality, and conversation, and it's flipped. Focus on the conversation that will identify the quality of people that will then get you the quantity going in your business. Right. So part of that is great because, you know, a lot of people are going from this door to door to, you know, trying to create leverage in their business. So yes, some of this is door to door knocking. It's how you get better. It's how you master the um, the skill set. But when you want to start creating more leverage in your business, right? How do you create firework experiences? This is how you get more people in your space without the pull, right? So this is if there was a firework right that went off right now, you would mm-hmm. stop everything, you'd look out your window, and you'd be like, "What is going on?" Because it's something that's interesting and engaging. Yeah, that's what your content, that's what these experiences should provide. So what right. are you putting in front of people? that is worth their time that they can say yes to. They can't feel like there's going to be an angle. That's why invites to Facebook groups don't really work anymore because there's an angle unless there's something really juicy about that group. Mm. Because people will still opt in, but then that's a whole other strategy in terms of how to leverage that versus how people typically think of it. Mm -hmm. We don't have time. (laughs) So the last piece is the close. And this is all about not forcing again the decisions, but how do you get from that? Okay. We've been talking a while and I feel like I should be saying something, but I'm not. And I want to ask you if you want to work with me, but I'm not doing it because I'm getting triggered. It's all about permission-based marketing. Mm. And it's either you as the individual inviting them to work with you, but here's the piece that most people are missing. They don't understand and and see the signals that demonstrate that someone's actually inviting you to work with them because they're not paying attention. They don't understand when someone's light is on. And what I mean by that is there are taxi cabs that are always rolling around, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have done it where I've been on the side, been like, I just need a cab, but the light isn't on. So that cab can, and it's empty. And you're like, what the hell? Mm. <laughs> and that cab can drive all around the city. But the second it decides to turn its light on, the next person they see gets to come in. Yeah. And so you have to understand your buyer's light. What is it that they demonstrate when their buying light is on? And are you putting your offer in front of them so they can say yes? Okay, that's very, very interesting. Very interesting. So basically, whether your buyer is ready, whether the, the particular buyer, because not people are not ready to work with you at that given time. And that's why they're in the pipeline in sales, right? They, they have to nurture them and, and um, bring them back onto a call with you when they're ready. 
mm-hmm. and recognizing when they're ready for a close and when they're not. Um, and this ties in very well because I recently spoke to somebody um, that I you know, think would be a great candidate for a mastermind, but he's not ready. He just isn't ready. So what I've done is I said to him that, uh, you know, I think you, you think your mastermind would work well for you, but I wanted to go away and um, we're going to give him some gifts. I'm going to get one of my other coaches to keep in contact with him because I think he will close him and he should, because I think we can definitely support him. He really needs our support. But because of where he is at the moment, he's just not at the right place to start working with us right now. Maybe another month or so down the line, it would be. But I recognize that. And it wasn't like, oh, I didn't close. It wasn't a sadness. It was like, okay, now is not the time for him. Mm-hmm. And I don't push. I, don't, I, I always invite. And I, I always let them people come to me. Mm-hmm. And this process, I know eventually he will start working with us. And he will appreciate it. Because he even said the words, you know, I, I'm very impressed by you. I'm very, and I appreciate your time. Because I do give a lot of time. But I wasn't sad about spending that, you know, normally it's an hour conversation. We had an hour and a half because you need to talk. But at the same time, you need to recognize when somebody is ready or not, right? Mm-hmm. This is such an important aspect for you to know. So they don't get disheartened because you didn't get close. Right. Well, in your specific case, there's also a secondary piece, which mm-hmm. is, and um, I wasn't going to talk about this, but I, just two seconds real quick. Mm-hmm. There are five buyer types. Mm-hmm. We tend to sell the way we buy. Yeah. We're comfortable uh, that way. Mm. It's the information we want to see. And we present that to other people. The person you're talking about is what I call is a crew member. Mm. So they are very much, they need to connect to the information. They need to have multiple calls. They mm. need to really consume a lot of the data they need. And they take their sales cycles are long. There is yeah. no shortening that sales yeah. cycle. Yeah. That is how they show up. But when they have these conversations, you're collecting these micro yeses yeah. and these micro yeses end up to the big why the big, yes, mm-hmm. yes. I want to work with you. But if you stop and I'm not saying you are, but you mm-hmm. general speaking, you know, people avoid <laughs> mm-hmm. you, if you stop at that first one and you take that no, or even that second, no, mm-hmm. right. As the no, then you're leaving a lot of money on the table. It's where a lot yeah. of people are leaving opportunity behind and they're making it harder in their business than they have to. It is about the follow-up. You do need to be savage about it. Mm-hmm. You need to have a system and a process to keep in touch with people because that's that's about getting on their radar. Mm-hmm. If you're already connected, that's why we try to focus on the hot water and we let our Facebook group, we let our content warm the cold water up because we don't have to actually pour from us into them. That's mm-hmm. just the tool, right? That's doing it for you. And so looking at that is looking at how are you having that conversation? How are you staying in touch? Are you collecting the information? Like every time I get off a call, if someone mentioned their child's name, that's going in my database. So Mm. that next time I follow up, it's personalized because Mm. there's so many bots. There's so much automation that everything feels impersonal that even sometimes when I've called someone out being like, Hey, come on, don't bot me. And they're like, no, I actually wrote that. And I was like, well, shit, that was a shitty email. Like, (laughs) Because it felt so impersonal. But mm-hmm. if I go, hey, you know, Gull, how how's your how are your kids doing? You know, mm-hmm. we talked about soccer last time. Is mm-hmm. Susie doing well? You know, or whatever it is, mm-hmm. that feels more personal because there's that human connection. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's basically bring the conversations to your human level. Like, how would you converse with your, you know with your human? Pe- for yeah, fake. Yeah. Like people around you, someone down the down the shops, or you know, someone on the street, or a neighbor, you they may not be friends with you, but what kind of conversation would you have with them out of politeness and out of kindness and maybe just general curiosity at some at times? But it's how would you converse? Whereas 
for some reason, because you're having this online conversation, it's supposed to be a sales call, you become artificial all of a sudden. And this artificial energy is picked up by your potential clients and um, and reflected back to you. I'm glad you said that because until this moment, I hadn't really thought about it. I speak to people as I do normally. I, I've always the same, whether it's a sales call or a normal conversation or a podcast call, my energy is, is always the same. I am always in the same sort of bubbly, bouncy off the wall kind of, a, you know, um, playing the bimbo card at half the time. <laughs> Um, but I, I I do it because that's me. I'm very down to earth and very, you know, I like talking. I like chatting. So my sales conversations are literally that, conversations. Mm-hmm. And yes, of course, sometimes when I, especially when I'm doing the full, full money block analysis calls, those are deep. And then I go into my, you know, the coach mode. I'm like asking them very specific, deep questions and, you know, literally unraveling the stuff. But it's still a conversation. I don't ask those questions, oh, because I'm going to get a sale out of it. I'm generally interested what's blocking them, what's stopping them. And this genuineness comes through that people relay information to me that they wouldn't do to their therapist because it's just so personal. But with me, it comes out so naturally. And I had multiple people, men and women, both say, I've never shared this with them before. We are the first one because I was genuinely interested to find out what's going on with them. Forget the sale in the end. There's so much is fake out there. It's forced, right? And there's this, these facades that people are keeping up so that when you can create an experience where there's true, genuine connection, that's that people buy from people experience. Yeah. So in the online world, it's harder and takes longer because when you're in person with that, I mean, we've all seen someone online and gone to see them maybe speak. And then either one or two things happen. You're like, Oh my God, they're just as amazing as I thought. Or you come Mm -hmm. out and go like, Oh, that dude, that woman was, oh, right. And I will never buy from that person because you are able to connect to their energy. Yeah. When yeah. you can create that in an online space, which is what I talk about when it comes to the firework experience, mm. it's that awe, that connection, that like amazingness makes, leaves you feeling good. So long as you're not terrified of pyrotechnics, <laughs> right? Like, but that, and so you being human, you being willing to give before you receive, right? Yeah. All of that karmically comes back to you in terms of abundance, which I know you know all about, right? A lot of people, <laughs> of course, I do. Yeah. That these micro levels of effort, right, gets you these micro yeses, and then mm. all stacks up. All stacks up. Yeah. And people yeah, are yeah. always trying to skip the steps to the stage, and they end up face planting into the ground because mm. they're not willing to do the work. Yeah. I mean, I, I, when you mentioned this, an experience came to my mind. Well, this is pre-COVID days, of course. But, you know, I remember going to one of these, actually, COVID as well. I'll, I'll talk about that afterwards. But this pre-COVID day, this I spent, I went on to this uh, three-day um, three day free seminar for, which I think is are, are useless now, to be honest. Um, and it's so funny that my 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 programs are completely opposite because I give so much value. But this three day program, which I didn't last the one day of the first day, by the because it's so full on in terms of sales calls, sales pitch, sales. Oh, pitch. oh it was awful. The pitch it fest. Was, yeah, it was a pitch fest. Honestly, it was a pitch fest. And the 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 absurd absurdity. It's after we mentioned the person in you know the, the individual, the main the main um, presenter, the main person who you whose course you were, you've come to see. He was just so fake. His, mm-hmm. you know, he was trying to be this. Um, you know, he's telling us how he was about to commit suicide because he made too much money. And I'm like, oh my god, 
certainly. Um, oh, and, insert the bro marketer strategy. Yeah, certainly. Don't get me started on yeah. those. And, you know, the things, the stories, and you could tell it was rehearsed and it wasn't his stories and he was making bullshit up. Excuse the language, sorry. Um, he was making all I bring the- out the best in people. <laughs> he was just, he was just, I remember this and I was really... I felt sick to my stomach mm. and because it, I, especially because I'm, I'm an abundance person um, you know, he would ask questions and I'd give him the answer. It's like, Oh, and I'm like, this is common sense for me. But obviously, you know, it, it was, it got to the point where I felt like I can give a better presentation and probably give people more value than you are just because of where you are. And I, I didn't actually, I didn't go to go learn anything. I actually went to see how these live three-day presentations were because I was, mm-hmm. I was trans, you know, transitioning to go into doing these presentations. Yeah. So I was, and I looked and I thought, my God, I, <laughs> I could never, I mean, I would, I would, I would looking at it, but I would say I'll give a lot more value. This is not what I want to create. It was mm-hmm. awful. It was awful. But then this, it really highlights there are people there who are so manipulative that they you know, and, and people who are manipulated. You know, people are just so naive and you know, they went to a number of these things. And although this is really useful, I'm like, how for? How so? I mean, seriously, how is this useful for you? But apparently they like the energy or they like the attention was given and so forth. Yep. But those people are not going to go and be your clients. They may show up because they like the, the ambience. Mm-hmm. And I don't see how this person would be as successful as it could be if they genuinely had their product. I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. Coming back to your question, the idea is people are so fake and more and more people are waking up to this as well, by the way. I find more and more people are waking up to people who are genuine and people who are just fake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the, the the bro marketers, the pink predators, they're strong, right? They yeah. prey on the, your insecurities Very and much so. they create yeah. fake scarcity. It's yeah. that, oh, we only have 10 seats left for a evergreen webinar, it's, you know, like it's, it's that BS. And so if that, that, if that, it sounds too good to be true, warning is going off in your head. Mm-hmm. Like some people legit, they can do and support people. Right. But you've got to do your research, look at yeah. their case studies, look at, you know, how are they showing up? What contents are they sharing? A lot of people just get conned and it, it, it hurts me. And the problem is, is that then they basically carry that trauma because it's a trauma. It is You've a trauma. invested yeah. 10, 20, 30, 40, $50,000 with someone mm-hmm. who made all the promises and only delivered as far as a sales call. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, I, I've experienced one of those recently where, you know, we, we've bought into something and all these big promises were made and nothing's materializing. I mean, nothing. And um, it was also for lead generation because we we're trying to go a different route away from uh, so we're trying to do it a different way. Yep. And uh, what was promised has not been delivered um, in terms of materializing. But it's okay. I've learned in the process. Uh, it's a yep. huge investment on our part. But it, I'm learning in the process. And we are still working through. So I'll make it work in a different way. I always, I always find a way around there's, it. I mean, there's always clarity. There's always, you yeah. know, uh, things. But it still hurts, right? Because yeah. it, it you know, especially if it's someone that you've, you know, maybe worked with in the past or someone that you've gotten to know over time or whatever it is, it, there is a sense of betrayal, no matter what level of connection you have yeah. with that person. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. 
we look at, you know, again, this is happening for us, right? And we've all, yeah. I've made $20,000 investments. I've made 10,000 here and things like that where, and you just got to look at what can this person deliver on so that I can fulfill, at least get something out of this relationship. Exactly. Yeah. And then look at where is the process broken on my end? Where do I, because I always look at myself in terms of how did I attract this and where are things not working on my end that I could then be focusing on? Because mm-hmm. Things like that happening means that mastery hasn't been established because when we are able to do and, you know, attract converse and close, like connect, converse and close with people consistently, we document that process. And that's how we set other people up for success. It's Mm. why we always keep a pulse on our ideal client because what they're talking about changes, their headspace changes, what they're sharing in terms of information in the world changes because they're evolving too, hopefully, Mm. right? Either they're evolving up or they're devolving, Mm. right? But no one's ever staying stagnant. And I don't really want to work with stagnant anyway. So we've got to always be doing this informational research, right? This, yeah. These market research, I call them MRIs. How do you get into your client's hell without a head without a technical degree? Market research interviews. Mm-hmm. You are constant. You are not too big to mm-hmm. ever have conversations with people to understand what they're focused on out of mm-hmm. pure service, love, and devotion to what it is you're trying to do in terms of a change and impact in the world. I agree. And I think, I mean, in, in my situation, I think I, I'm at the point where I really, I don't believe everything, anything happens without reason. I don't think there's ever anything good or bad or ugly that you perceive as good, bad, and ugly, because nothing is ever as good, bad, ugly, unless you perceive it as such as your perception of what makes it whatever it is. I, even though this was a, a massive investment and I haven't got the value from it the way I was expecting, yet it's put my business in a different direction mm-hmm. and it's expanded my mind around what's possible for it. Because before I was keeping it small because my idea was to focus on, because I have multiple businesses, this was a more of a hobby business where I'm like, I love what I do and I'm doing what I'm doing. And I have to share this before in the podcast as well. My coaching business was supposed to stay small for me to just enjoy because I love the process and my podcast there's only two things I do, my podcast and my coaching, but they are relatively small compared to my other businesses. And it was supposed to be like that. Yet me working with this company and making this huge investment, even though it hasn't materialized from their end, it's mm-hmm. allowed me to expand my vision about what's possible, where I want my, my coaching business mm-hmm. to be in terms of who I can help and the kind of possibility and also the employment to be able to allow other people to come in and for the company to make money, yeah. me, not so much, um, it'll probably be slightly more than before, but it was other people coming in and other people can make money from it. And so we're supporting a greater number of people. At the same time, we are helping a great more number of people. And so allow my vision to grow. So I wouldn't say it was um, it, it's uh, the ROI is not there. The ROI is not coming in the way I expected. It's for it the monetary be. ROI. Yeah. So the you know return on investment when it comes to the financial aspects. Yes. Of course, there's always these bonus ROIs and things yeah. like that. But I always do like to look at what was promised because that's what we were sold on. And yes, it's an ego thing, but at the same time, money that we are generating is a reflection of the impact that we're having. Agreed. Yeah. And so it's a good thing. And that's why it's, it's, it's what I talk about in business because yes, it's beyond just that, but it's what attracts the mind. It's the conversation that's happening. Hmm. And you've got to talk to the ego so that you can get to the heart so they can connect. And that person can make the right decision in their business, because it's never about forcing them to say yes to me. Hmm. It's about what will help them get in alignment so that they can make the best decision for themselves. So they make a decision and don't stay in limbo because hmm. if they're talking to you, 
you right now during a sales call or some kind of engaged aspect of it, right? Because the sales call isn't just the call. It's happening throughout the conversation, right? Mm. If they're showing interest, it's because it is something that they want to work on. Mm. And the faster they can get to a yes, no, a true yes, no, the faster they can start evolving in their own business. And if Mm. I can be a part of that process, then that's a win for me. Because eventually what will happen is if I continue to give and to support and just to love, and this is not about giving your first child away to this person, right? Mm -hmm. But doing it through your content, doing it through your experiences, that's how you get people who say, I've been following you for years and now I'm ready to make a buying decision. Mm -hmm. It's how you get people who say, hey, I've been following you for a while. It doesn't have to necessarily even be years. And I'm ready to have a conversation. And they haven't commented on it on a post. They haven't engaged in any kind of way, shape or form. It is about us putting out that positive karmic energy into the world so other people can learn to receive and then we can have it come back to us. Agreed. Agreed. And I think this is this is a mindset you need to have is carry on putting out this positive energy into the world and and not having expectation on well, this has to come back to me tomorrow or the day after or the day after. Oh, you did a big word, expectations, which is why most sales calls fail because Mm. you're trying to close the person on the call instead of releasing the expectations. So I'll do this one one thing. Mm. Most people think about leads one-dimensionally. A Mm. lead is a client, right? Mm. That's how they think. This is the happy path. This is the only path I want to walk. Anything else is a waste of my time. Mm. And they're leaving so much opportunity because a Mm. lead is a power partner, is a referral partner, is an affiliate, is a Mm. friend, is a client, Mm. is is a speaking opportunity, is a podcasting. I mean, I could just go on and on and Mm. on. That person opens up all of those doors. Mm. And when you walk through that door, that new connection opens up all the doors again. It's how you turn one, you only ever need one lead. Mm. right? One lead can turn into an infinite supply. If you're willing to walk the walk, Mm. most people Mm. decide that they're too tired. They let things come up and they pop up and they sit on the sidelines and you can take a break. That's all good. But are you, if you're in it to actually make an impact, you're going to have to do the work and you're going to have to walk it. Mm. And a lot of it, you're going to have to walk yourself until you get to a place where you can reinvest in your business and that's where you get a car. That's where you get something, you know, that helps you that you get a bicycle. Maybe, maybe you get a, a you know, skateboard and then you get a bicycle and then you get a car, and then you can get your damn private jet. Right. Mm-hmm. But it is an evolution and it's about embracing it. And yes, it can happen faster, but only if you do the work. Agreed. Great. Very much so. And I think you have to be mentally prepared to do the work, to actually, you know, work through with individuals. I think the one thing that we keep forgetting is when we treat people like leads, we forget people are humans. They have emotions and they have energy. And exactly right. If someone does not go on to become a, I mean, some of the people I've spoken to in the past who have been leads, they haven't gone on to become my clients, yet they've become referrals. The people refer things people to me. They also become people that are my biggest cheerleaders. They support me. They get my book. They have deals. And yep. so there, there are a number of ways that they can support me without actually working on, on, on a high level with me because they may not be able to you know, afford the high level service, yet they get uh, amazing results from me mm-hmm. um, or they get amazing results for me by referring and talking about me and, and being a, an amazing fan and being an amazing cheerleader. Right. And that's where most people, you know, I think a lot of people are willing to do the work. It's mm-hmm. just they end up making more work for themselves instead of understanding that there is a strategy behind everything that you're doing. And yeah. if you're not looking and implementing the strategy, then you are wasting your time and you're wasting everybody else's time that you're engaging with. So right. we'll, we'll use podcasting as an example. Most people, they do a podcast. 
And then move on to the next person and the next Mm. person and the next person. Why aren't you staying in touch with the people that you've already interviewed? Mm. You're looking for better guests. Why not talk to people? This is that hot water to hot water concept Mm. versus cold water. Go back to them. Where would you, where have you been featured? If it's been a year, they've probably been on new podcasts. Mm. And since they know you, either you've been interviewed or they've interviewed you, there's a connection that the ability for you to be introduced and get onto that higher level podcast or in front of more of your audience, you know, in front of your audience Mm. is much higher than trying to do a cold contact. Mm. It's just, if you've put in the effort, be strategic about creating the ease in your business and track things, follow up, have the systems in place, Mm. because that is going to create the ease down the line. I mean, yeah. you know, people talk about the four hour work week, dude, dude might be working four hours, but he's got 52 employees working the other, you know, 38 or whatever. Yeah. Or well, I think, to get there, <laughs> I think to get there, you need to put strategies in place and you can do um, less, less hours. I mean, that's, that's my vision for my company where I am, you know, well, I said, I want to grow the company, but I don't want to be doing the extra work that's required if I want to grow to the level, but then I'll be hiring more staff. And so hence other people will be profiting and making yep. money. Because I'm not willing to put in 50 hours in my coaching business. I'm, I, you know, I'll stick to my 15 to 20 as it is at the moment, but I'll bring in other people who can put in the additional 30 and they will profit. So the company would grow and they would profit. And I still work, walk away with a great profit, but then I'm managing and being part of this great company, which is doing all this great work, not only for people or clients, but also people who work in the company. Mm-hmm. And that works too. And that's how- we, other people yeah. to leverage their passion. And that's exactly. what, you know, it's, I mean, there's nothing more beautiful than that. Yeah, yeah. I think, and then it's accepting the responsibility that sometimes you can be the captain of the ship but you can, you know, you can build a bigger ship and bring more crew members on board to be able to support them on their journey as well. But you're still the captain, you're, you know, and you have the responsibility of steering the ship in the right direction. I think that's the key. Yeah. Absolutely. Key. All right. So can you give us a summary, please, Kat, of how to go from overlooked to fully booked? So it's all about three steps, connect, converse, and close. In the connection, it's how you're showing up and who you're connecting with. Mm -hmm. In the conversation, it's how are you having the conversation? It's through your content and through one-on-ones like this and Mm -hmm. making sure that you have a process in place to keep in touch, right? And then the third piece is all about the close, which isn't about actually closing people, but inviting people to the sale Mm -hmm. and making sure that people are ready to buy before the sales call understanding who they are and how they like to buy and not just how like you like to show up. Fantastic. Brilliant. And so how can we connect with you, Kat? How can we, you know, learn more from you? Yes. Well, um, I have firework experiences as well. Um, and so one of the things that people can do, so I know I, I shared my other fully booked.ceo before, but one of the things people can do is if someone's out there and they're looking to do and get more visibility, because visibility is absolutely critical mm-hmm. when it comes to growing your business. I do a free podcasting networking mixer and it's once a month, every second Friday of the month um, Mm -hmm. at 12 PM Eastern and people are welcome to reach out. And if that's something that they want to do, either be featured or find guests to be on their podcast, Mm -hmm. just reach out to me. I'm going to give a harder to leverage (laughs) action item, but that's something there where people are, you know, doing business, getting, getting all of those multidimensional contacts, right. Um, because you never know who you're going to meet and birds of a feather flock together. So if you liked me at all, (laughs) then come meet some of my birds. (laughs) Awesome. I love that concept. If you like me, come meet some of my birds. (laughs) 
<laughs> um, by the way, I'm not sure if you if you guys do this, but birds in 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 US in UK terms it means chicks, right? You know, like you know, right, right. come meet some of my birds, which <laughs> come meet some of my girls. The guys usually meet my hide. flock. <laughs> now I sound like uh, I'm a pimp. So, okay. <laughs> All right, it's been a pleasure talking to you, Kat. You are awesome. So, um, where it, where can they sort of get more information about that? Is there a website that you think you can? They can um, you know, that would probably be smart. I just started doing this over the last, I think, four or five months, and so I haven't actually established a website. So let's make one up. Uh, I can't even make one up. So actionincubator.com forward slash networking. Okay. So- actually, let's do Mixer because that's less long to write. So actionincubator.com forward slash Mixer Mixer and you can go and find more information on the landing page because it's been an organic outreach at this point and it's growing like wildfire so okay awesome so by the time you're listening to this podcast <laughs> you would have um the, the the landing page would have been uh, set up and you will be able to click on there and get more information yep. on there we will put the links if you listen to this on the podcast we will put the links all of these links that the cat just mentioned and obviously her social media links as well all will go in the show notes and if you are listening or watching us in the podcast or watching this on the youtube then down below in the description section again once again um you will have all the links that cat just mentioned and obviously because the youtube it is we're fairly behind our, our podcast release so the youtube will come out later as usual so for that reason but definitely by the time the youtube um, episode comes up you will be able to have those links are very readily available well thank you so much for being such an amazing guest we had a, such a pleasure talking to you today and it's been really valuable even for myself and um and getting to grasp with understanding of how to generate leads and doing it the proper way rather than the the crazy ad hoc way that we are used to well i yeah. think we'll have to have you back again for another time for our money talking time because i think I, I loved our conversation i'd love to talk to you again and pick your brains about it but today thank it. you so much for coming thank you Thank you so much. And thank you for listening to both myself and Kat on our Money Talkie segment. I will be back with another amazing guest on another Money Talkie segment, um, an episode, and we'll be pricking their brains and asking them how we and I can build a better business and bring more abundance and wealth into our lives. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website www.gulkhan.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop. And if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money, then go and get my book, Laws of Money, from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.